Hey, beautiful friends, welcome to the Savor Podcast. We're so excited for you to join us today as we dive into the goodness of God together. Our hope is for you to be encouraged, challenged, and entertained as you listen to hosts Stacy and Suzanne, along with special guests as they have honest and real conversations about how to savor God's word as they grow in their relationship with Christ. We hope you'll encourage a friend or two to listen with you so you can keep the conversations going. We're all about community here. Hey, hey, welcome to the Savor Podcast, where we like to do all things about God's goodness. Um, this is, we're recording at the, um, coming up at the middle of June, I don't even know what day it is anymore. <laughs> Stacey is like right now wanting to pause so we can record back over this, but I say just go, this is go we are. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, we, um, when this releases, we will be coming up upon one of our most favorite months at, um, the Saver Podcast and part of Crosstown Soar Women's Ministry because what's coming up? Our Encounter Weekend. Oh, so good. It's so good every year. Yes. And so just in um, a few days, we will be heading out to Encounter Weekend. What are we talking about this year at Encounter, Suzanne? Um, This year, we are talking about um, community, spiritual friendships, and what that looks like in our lives. And so I think it's going to be really good and really exciting and I think it's going to be just a great weekend well it's always a great weekend Stacy always says God's very fond of this weekend um but I think that we will do a or I think we should do a series like a follow-up series on this later this year in the podcast just to recap and then um, there's going to be an opportunity for women to ask questions, specific questions about friendships and community. And so I think that'll be really fun to do on the podcast um, later this year. Yeah, I love that. And if you are listening to this and you are going to be joining us at the Encounter Weekend, this is kind of just a little um, sneak like uh, teaser about what's coming. We have one of the most fun activities planned for you guys. I think you're going to really love it. Suzanne is literally giddy over it. It was her idea. It's a brilliant idea. Well, you're either going to love it or you're going to completely hate it. So, But either way, you're going to do it. Yeah, either way, you're doing it. Um, so just know we are really excited. We have spent um, the last several weeks just praying over that weekend. And like you said, it is really a great time. So if you're not signed up to come join us at Encounter, it is full this year, but we'll be doing it again next year in February. And so just kind of keep that in mind. And we'd love to have you join us. Yeah. And if you're hearing this and you're really bummed out that you didn't sign up this year, just call me and I might see if I can get you in like with some special um, something or another. She'll let you share know. the bed with her. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't do that. I love you guys, but no, I you would not sleep because I toss and turn too much at night. Y'all, Suzanne and I have had to share a bed before. Remember when we went to Texas? Oh yeah, and we did. I got up the next morning and I could not find Suzanne anywhere. I'm like, where the heck did she go? I know she was in the bed when I went to sleep. And then I went out into the living room and I saw this like just this big white uh, comforter, and I was like, is maybe that Suzanne? I think that was Suzanne. So, yeah, I yeah. toss and turn so much at night, and I don't sleep super great. And so um, I was like, I don't want to wake up Stacy. So I went out um, and took my covers and went to the couch. So And yeah, then I felt I terrible. But. Yeah, but that was my decision. I didn't want to wake you up. Uh, anyway, it's going to be a super great weekend. I was thinking about it this week because I'm always like, it sounds a little boastful when I always say it's going to be so great because... 
usually it's you and I teaching and we've had Laurel join us for teaching and she was amazing. Um, but I was, as I was thinking about that, as great as, you know, we want to think the teaching is, um, because we do really pray about it and ask God to give us that. I feel like the teaching is, um, the least great thing yeah. about the weekend. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think that it's just so many beautiful things happen that weekend that are just amazing. Like we're yeah. just creating the space for God to show up and he does without fail. And it's just a beautiful thing to be a part of. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think we are going to have some type of um, beach yoga workout walk kind of thing again early in the morning this year too. So there are so many different things that we do that are great. And you're right. And all the glory to God because we literally just pray about it, create the space, and we just watch the Holy Spirit. And the worship is always so amazing. It's just so everything's so good. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. So um, we have that to look forward to. But... Um, Okay, so the other thing we're excited about is this podcast today because I think that this is something that as women, well, men too, but I think specifically we're talking to to women and maybe the one man like my husband who's listening, but, um, you know, about influence. And a lot of times I think we don't think we have influence. Would you say that's something that you feel like women have said a lot when we talk about this topic? Oh, for sure. And and I have to just share my personal story with it. It's probably been six or seven years ago. Um, one of the things that I commonly pray for myself is if there's any area of my life where I'm believing a lie, God, please reveal that lie to me. Because you guys, if you know me, I am all about do not live those lies. And so one of the practices I have put in place is God revealed to me. And I very clearly remember driving down Highway 17, coming home one day and just saying, hey, Lord, if there are any lies that I'm believing, just show me. And instantaneously, as the words came out of my mouth, he said, you don't believe you have influence. And I was like, yeah, I don't have influence. Who do I influence? Lord, I mean, come on, it's me. I got no influence in anyone's life. And he just very kindly, but said to me, no, that's a lie. Stop believing that. You do have influence in people's lives. And he began showing me that. And so I do think it's something that no matter whether we work as a, you know, CEO at a corporation or whether we work in our home or whether we volunteer at church, we so often think, oh, I'm not, I'm not really that important. I don't, I I can't influence anyone. Because when we think about influencers, what first Mm. comes to your mind when I say, ooh, she's an influencer? I think personally, because I spend too much time being influenced, um, according to my bank statement (laughs) I think of people who are like um like selling fashion and makeup and everything that they share is like I should go buy that yes that's what I think of yes and you mainly interact with influencers on what platform social media yeah yeah and so those people who are considered influencers on social media have hundreds of thousands of views followers thousands like, there's people that have like a mil- over a million followers like yeah eight i was looking at one the other <laughs> i was looking at one the other day and i looked at her because they were i followed so many people during the holidays because they were doing thousand dollar giveaways and i was oh. like i'm gonna win a thousand dollars you only have to follow these next 50 people and <laughs> <laughs> so i've been like unfollowing all of them i know you're not supposed to but i didn't win any money so i'm done with that um but somebody that i watched her youtube 
like when my daughter was in high school because I think she was just getting started then and her name's Jaclyn Hill and she does makeup or she did makeup. I don't know what she does now, but she has like 8 million followers. 8 million? 8 million. Million. That's insane. That's insane. And out of those 8 million, how many do you think she actually knows and interacts with personally? Oh, I have no idea. Probably not many. A hundred, maybe? Probably not even that many, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's why we struggle with the idea of what influence is. Mm -hmm. Because social media and our world tells us if you're an influencer, you have to impact hundreds of thousands or millions of people's lives. And the reality is, if you are listening to this and you have breath in your lungs, you're an influencer. Mm. You are. So true. Um, And so that's kind of what we want to get at today is... First of all, we want to all recognize that many of us believe the lie that we do not have influence. So I'm just going to tell you now, stop believing that lie. And next time I see you, I might pop you in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. What do you, what would you define? Okay, so saying that an influence and like we're all influencers, how would you define influence? Like what is our influence? Yes, that's such a good question. And I, when I think about um, what it means to have influence is when you can say something to someone and they respond to it. When you are doing something and someone wants to do the same thing you're doing. So um, I think we see it so often, especially in our homes with our families. I mean, that's one of the greatest places of influence. And I think about it in the negative and the positive. But anytime you affect change, that's influence. And so I have an influence when I walk in my home and I'm in a bad mood and I bring in the frustration of my day. I can influence the atmosphere of my home by walking in the front door. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are days that I have done that, and it has brought great chaos and turmoil in my house. And there are other days when there has been turmoil in my house, and I bring in peace and calm. Um, So anytime you affect change, I think is an opportunity for influence. Yeah, I love that. I love the reminder, too, that influence can be negative. Um, Especially, you know, we think about that like with our teenagers, where it's like, who are you hanging out with? Because you are so likely, we're trying to explain this idea of influence, right? You might not want to do that, but the more you hang out with people that do, you will find that they influence your thoughts and your behaviors. And so, um, you know, it's a good for us also a reminder that we can be influenced very much so negatively. Yeah. Um, and then to turn around and say, how are we influencing those around us? Or is it a negative thing or a positive thing? Yeah. Like you're saying. And, and it can also be neutral. I really yeah. do think, and I know I just defined it as anytime you affect change, but I think sometimes I can affect change. I can change something, but it, it doesn't have a negative or a positive effect. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example of that, but I do think there are times when it just seems neutral where um, it doesn't create in that person um, to do something that is going to be beneficial to them, and it's not necessarily something negative. So I do think there are degrees and different um, levels of influence that we have, but we all have people that we influence and that influence us. But today we really want to talk about opportunities for us to use our influence for the kingdom of God. Because I think when I when the Lord revealed to me that I did have influence, I think it just kind of made me realize, oh, 
well, if I already have this influence in someone's life, I need to make sure that I'm using it to bring the joy of the Lord, to bring wisdom, to bring encouragement uh, into a situation instead of just going to lunch with someone and being like, they don't really care what I think. They're just, you know, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, Trying to be intentional and purposeful in that. And so how do you think that we do that? Like, you know, because you're saying it's a very, sometimes, especially in the beginning, maybe, are just starting to realize that you might have influence because people, like like we just started this, people who are hearing this for their first time have not really thought, like, oh, I influence people, like you're saying. So if you recognize that and you want to influence things for the positive, how do we do that? Yeah. I think one of the first things we need to do is see what is God's word tells us about the kind of influence that we can have. And one of the verses that really stands out to me that I really love um, is a verse that we actually have part of it on our wall at Crosstown. So if you go to Crosstown and you walk in that main hallway, that wooden wall there says arise Mm -hmm. and shine. And it comes from this passage of scripture. And I just want to read it um, out to you guys. It's Isaiah 60. And It says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the people. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you, and nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. And then it goes on to say, Lift up your eyes all around and see, they all gather together, they come. And it just talks about, it's, it's really talking about how the people of God can shine the light of God in the lives of those around them. And so I think one of the first things is recognizing that Scripture is telling me that the light of the Lord has come into my life. If you are a son or daughter of God, then the light of Christ is upon us. And we are called to shine that light in the lives of of those around us and in our own life. Um, I love Matthew too. It says, um, let me see if I have it. Matthew 5, 16 actually says, in the same way, let your light shine before others so they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. I actually have a funny story about that. Have I ever told you the story about that verse? I don't think so. Okay, so every time I hear that verse, likewise, let your light shine before uh, men so your Father in heaven can be glorified. That was the theme verse of a like, fundraising project that we did at my kids' school when they were in like early elementary school. And at that point, I was very involved in their school, and like I was kind of on the PTA. And so my job, along with uh, a friend of mine, our job was to get the kids excited about this verse. And we thought, how can we show them that our light is going to shine? Well, we had this brilliant plan to dress up like disco balls. I knew where you were going because I didn't remember it was that verse. But somebody shared that. Your friend who did it with you shared it on Facebook. And I saw the picture come up and I was like, what in the world? (laughs) It was great. I mean, I think I'm going to dig it up and share it. It's so good. (laughs) Yes. So I can't read that verse without thinking about a disco ball. And so in my mind, when I think of influence and, and letting the good work be shown and the light shown, I think about a disco ball. And I mean, who doesn't want to be a part of it? Yeah, it was it was quite hysterical. Uh, we uh, I have a video of Emma, actually, and 
I was trying on the costume and I was like, what do you think, Emma? And she said, you're one fat mama. That's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought I would die. (laughs) Um, It it was quite interesting. But But on a more serious note, I really do think the idea of the transformation that occurs in our lives because of the empowerment of the Holy Spirit and using that. And I'm not, it doesn't always have to be something that's super spiritual. There can be times when your influence is over, you know, like for instance, if my husband says, hey, you need to try this food, he has such strong influence in my life over food Mm -hmm. that I'm like, oh, I'm going to try it. Even if I was like, oh, I I don't like mushrooms. And he's like, no, you're going to love this. For instance, there's a soup at our favorite Italian restaurant on John's Island at Wild Olive. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them. (laughs) Maybe they'll... Delicious uh, food. You think they'll uh, give us paid advertisement? No. No, I don't think so. (laughs) But I'm shouting out anyway. So they have this uh, mushroom soup that is to die for. But... I was like, I'm not trying mushroom soup. I hate mushrooms. Mushrooms are terrible. And he was like, just trust me, because he has influence in my life. And so he used that influence to get me to try this mushroom soup. And I am so glad I tried it. So I definitely think that there are one of the biggest things I want people to recognize is that you do have influence and just be aware of how you can use that influence. For sure. I think that um, I heard recently um, I can't remember from where, but it said, let your life be a sermon. And I love that saying because, you know, we think, especially if you are in ministry or you don't have a vocational ministry, then you typically think of those people as the ones with any kind of spiritual influence, the ones who are in ministry full time. Um, but, you know, I think I've always said to our women and typically at encounter we've talked about this is that i feel like a lot of times the people who have the harder jobs are the people who as far as trying to make an influence or an impact on the kingdom are the people that are not in vocational ministry right Mm -hmm. i always say if you guys are here listening to us you've turned on this podcast you know what we talk about it's not shocking that we're talking about god right? right so you came here to hear about God, to hear about the kingdom, to hear about how we can do that. But out in the world that hates God, right? Yeah. Scripture says that. Yeah. That it um, is not always met with uh, great welcoming. Right. What am I trying to say? Yeah. Like, you know, and so trying to live that out in the world and influence people for the kingdom can be much more challenging. And so I think sometimes, and scripture backs this up, is just how you live yeah. influences others. Uh, uh, yeah, Ephesians. I think how then before, shall we live? <laughs> yeah, I think even before that in Matthew, I think it's Matthew 5 something, mm-hmm. it talks about being the salt. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's exactly what comes right before. And, yeah. and that's what we're, we're called to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, when you live your life, the way that we aim to. That this is not saying we don't fail, right, right? Right. But even in that, we can influence because when people right. watch our failures, watch our mistakes, and watch the way we respond to them, that's influential, and that that shows influence. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, and I think we see that as we um, talk about like when your kids, when you mess up in front of your kids, you influence them by seeing how you handle that. Like when I go back to my son or my daughter and say, "Listen." that wasn't right and I'm really sorry, do you forgive me? We are influencing, hopefully, the way that they will respond when they fail. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so true. And so I think, you know, one of the things that you can do is begin paying attention to the people that you have influence with. At, first of all, ask God, God, show me who am I able to influence? Who am I already influencing? Because whether you recognize it or not, you already have that influence. And I think that is a great lie of the enemy because it seems kind of boastful to think that I have influence right. in other people's lives. But whether I recognize I have influence, I still literally have the influence. And so by me denying my influence in someone's life is um, really just doesn't really mean that it's not there. It's still there. And so I think, you know, asking the Lord, show me who do I have influence in already? And one of the ways that you can kind of discover that is who's asking you questions? Who's talking to you? Who's going, hey, Suzanne, I love that necklace. Where'd you get that necklace? Right there, they've opened up the door of opportunity for you to share with them other things as well, because they're showing you, hey, I like your style, you know? And so just begin paying attention to those things. That's a practical way that you can start recognizing areas that you have influence in yeah i think i think when you think about that think about proximity yes like who is in your proximity so you know start in your home maybe it's somebody in your home i mean obviously we're influencing and being influenced by whoever we live with yes um and then uh, you know who who do you go to church with who do you see at the grocery store every Every time who checks you out. I mean, even little things like that, you don't even realize how you can be influencing someone just by being kind to them when they check you out. Yes. Because how many times do we see people being just so rude to like customer service people? So it's like it'd be, who do you see over and over and over again? Yeah, absolutely. I think that is such a good point. And I think that is one of the things that we really wanted to talk about and, and help you guys recognize those areas of proximity. I think that's a great way to talk about it. Um, And I thought about the grocery store too, because I read something the other day that said 45% of your day is habit. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, I don't think so. And then I started thinking, I go to the grocery store at least three times a week around between 3.45 and 4 o'clock because my habit is to pick my son up from carpool and then run into the grocery store and pick up what I need for dinner that night. Mm -hmm. And so typically the same cashier is there at the same shift most days. And so trying to be intentional about, okay, I had her yesterday. I'm going to get back in her line today because I want to influence her, whether it's just being kind to her or making conversation, finding out about who she is, um, but just trying to be intentional about using that influence. When I go back to what Isaiah says, you know, there's a deep darkness that has fallen in our world. And I know that we see that, but we are called to arise and shine because the light of the Lord is upon us and to be able to use conversations and opportunities in our proximate circle to give glory to God. I mean, as simple as, you know, hey, how's your day been? Oh, it's been good. Yeah, you know, mine's been great too. I'm so thankful to God for allowing me to have a good day today. Just simple conversations. It doesn't have to be deep, earth-shattering conversations. There are times and opportunities that you might want to do that, but I, I just encourage you to start where you are. First of all, accepting and recognizing that you have influence and then by asking God to open your eyes to opportunities for that influence. And I would say if this is something that you've already um, like in tune to, then I would say we need to challenge ourselves to go beyond that. And how can I intentionally 
try to influence people. Like we want to influence people like what I'm hearing us, us, but you say is, you know, influence with people with how we live, how we speak, how we interact with people. Um, but then once we recognize people that we have influence in, how do we take that influence to the next level um, for the kingdom? Yeah. Um, you know, whether that be actively talking to them about the gospel or deciding that we're going to do the hard work of sharing the gospel if it's not someone who already proclaims to be a Christian or know Jesus. And I think that sometimes we forget about that call to the gospel uh, because a lot of times we run in circles where we take for granted that everyone is a believer. Yeah. Um, in reality, when we think about... Um, the impact of the gospel and what we could influence in eternity, then we might view that differently and how we choose to influence people yeah. beyond. Yes, we should always live our life as a sermon, but when do we take that next step to say, Hey, do you know why I live this way? Do you right. know why I have the joy that I have? Do you know why I can get up after life pushes me down over and over and over again? If we love people and we love people well, we want them to know that. Yes. We no. want them to have that. And we want to um, help them find eternity if they don't know it. And I think we forget about, I know I do all oh, the yeah. time, forget about spreading the gospel as yeah. part of our influence. Yeah. I think actually for you and I, we've experienced one of the ways the idea of spreading the gospel is through our sons. I mean, mm. we, you and I have committed to praying uh, along with another mom for our boys to, because they, they do know the Lord. They do have a relationship and they're in high school and that high school, there aren't a lot of kids that do proclaim Christ and live it out. But our boys I mean, they're not perfect, yeah. but they do. They have a passion for the Lord. And and one of the things that we've committed to praying is that the influence that they do have will be used for the kingdom. And we've had conversations with our sons about, hey, you do have influence. Because I think they probably didn't really think about it either. Like most 15, 16-year-old boys don't really think about that. Mm -hmm. um, but having those intentional conversations specifically. And so we, we're praying for a specific, I asked my son, who is someone that you think that you could have opportunity to share the gospel with. And he gave me this kid's name. And so um, as a family, we're praying every single day for this kid mm -hmm. by name. Every day we're praying that God will use Joshua to influence him for the kingdom of God, that he will see the light of the Lord in the way that Joshua interacts with him. And I told Joshua, it's not going and, you know, being all Jesus-y and talking about Jesus all the time, but live a life that is honoring to God and ask the Lord to create opportunity for you to share that. Yeah, I love that. And I think, I think about this a lot because I um, do social media and it's a really difficult mind game uh, because of numbers. And God has shown me over and over again by the one message that I'll receive every few months. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for sharing what you're sharing. And it and it's that that really I appreciate that so much because it what makes me not want to quit because you already want to quit. But it's because I'll never forget when Laurel taught an encounter. She said we get obsessed with the fruit. Mm. And I think that's so easy to do when you start looking at influence and how you can influence people is that we get obsessed with the fruit. 
and all we want to see is what happens when we're doing this work. What is, what's happening to this person? Do, does she love Jesus yet? Does she, yeah. uh, is her marriage better yet? Does she, um, you know, whatever it is that we're looking for, and we don't always get to know the fruit, nor did God call us to the fruit. Right. right. Like he right. called us to be obedient. Right. And to go and make disciples of nations. But he never said only keep doing it as long as you see fruit and you see fruit by the world standards at 8.8 million followers. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah, it, exactly. And, and and when the fruit is produced, scripture actually says your father in heaven will be glorified. But I don't produce the fruit. Right. The Lord does that. Some plant, some water, and the Lord is responsible for the increase is what scripture tells us. And so yes. that. That increase, that fruit, is an absolute manifestation of the work and empowerment of the Holy Spirit and God in in our lives, and He gets the glory for that. Just like Isaiah 60 and Matthew 5 says, um, that that is true, but we so often get off track for that. And so the whole point of this podcast is to help you recognize that you have it and to encourage you whether or not you're an influencer, quote unquote, on Instagram with a thousand views or eight million followers, that the real influence happens you know, in your everyday life mm-hmm. where you can have real conversations with people. And so we want to encourage you to and, do that. And scriptures don't despise the small beginnings. Oh, so, amen. <laughs> so step into those places, no matter how tiny they seem. Um, like Stacy said, it's the pressure's kind of off of us yes. for the results. Um, that's between them and God. And we just help spread the seed. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we want to encourage you guys to be aware of your influence and use your influence uh, to demonstrate the glory of the Lord so that he can be glorified in all that we do. Amen. So for our savor moment, um, I think what could work well is to just kind of sit and think about who are those people, right? Who are one or two people that you um, think you have their ear, so to speak, and that you can influence in positive ways. And then um, just start by praying for them. Yes, I love that. I think that is a simple but profound approach. Start with prayer. Pray for them daily and pray that God will give you opportunity mm. to influence them towards His love and His mercy and His forgiveness. And then open it up and ask the Holy Spirit, show me how I can use my influence in their life. And then sit back and watch what God does. Amen. It's going to be great. Well, we can't wait to um, hear about it. If you want to share a story with us, please do. As always, that keeps us encouraged as well. And we always appreciate um, the encouragement to to keep going in this. And we encourage you guys um, to keep going too. And remember, we love to savor God's goodness here, and we pray that you taste and see that He is good. Thank you for being with us today here at Savor. This podcast is a ministry of Crosstown Church. For information about SOAR Women's Ministry or Crosstown Church, please visit crosstownchurch.com or download the Crosstown app. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please remember to like, subscribe, or leave a review. This helps people find us.